We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Tuesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready here with you uh, midday today. Had a little couple schedule conflicts taking care of that. So we'll uh, talk about Ole Miss's regional victory in Coral Gables. The Rebels go uh, 3-0 at Miami, knocking off Arizona a couple times, including a 22-6 win in the regional final. And now it is on to Hattiesburg, the uh, Hattiesburg Super Regional. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, the Rebels or the Golden Eagles will head to Omaha for the College World Series. They split two games in the regular season, Southern Miss winning in Pearl, and then Ole Miss winning at Pete Taylor Park there in Hattiesburg during their uh, their run there late in the year that ended up getting them into the uh, the postseason. So we'll talk about the weekend Talk about what it means. We'll look ahead. We'll do a lot of that stuff here on the show. A show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Go ahead and uh, download the Exxon Mobile app. You can do that. I know gas is a little expensive right now, but they'll help you out. Ten bucks. A little? A little expensive. Yeah. Okay. Got gas right before I showed up. It's a little I'd, expensive. I'd like to know where you got it. That was a little expensive. <laughs> little did not seem like the appropriate term there, did it? So uh, 10 bucks when you download the Exxon mobile app, 1,000 bonus points, they'll hook you up. Also, lunch specials, five sixty nine, two sides of bread, 32-ounce drinks, and more. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Um, get a quote within 15 minutes in business hours on the Ford product that you are interested in. Uh, take that quote. Do with it as you wish. I would recommend that you do what I've done, and that's get into a Clark Ford today. You'll love the product. You'll love the service. It's really amazing service. They take great care of you. They want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove to you what that means when you make the call, 662-257-1900. Guest, join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford, also in New Albany. And then don't forget, as it gets warm outside and summer is here, uh, rafters on the water out at Sardis. Great place to grab a beer, a margarita, a burger. Po' boy, enjoy a uh, day in the sun out there at Sardis and make rafters a part of uh, your day. 
So, again, uh, Ole Miss winning in Miami. We talked about it. We said there's a very clear path if they do a mm-hmm. certain thing, and that's the thing they did. They went 7-4 to four over Arizona there in the opener. Peyton Chatagnier, uh, the reason for that, offensively, it's a two-run homer. He's got a three-run double. We're going to give him a three-run double. I know they rolled an error, allowed the third run to score, but we're going to call it a three-run double there on uh, on Friday. They get masterful pitching on Saturday, or sorry, Saturday and then Sunday. The rain delays got me all thrown off. So on Sunday, they knock off Miami two to one. Hunter Elliott, really gritty performance for anybody, but especially a freshman. And then Mason Nichols shutting them down for two point one innings to bridge to Brandon Johnson. Uh, Josh Mallett's really good on uh, on Saturday, and then they just bludgeoned Arizona pitching yesterday. The Wildcats were out of pitching. It showed. Tim Oko hit three home runs. Ole Miss scores 22 runs, which is the most games that most runs they had scored in an NCAA tournament game in school history, eclipsing the 20 to five win over Oklahoma in the regional final in 2005. The Ole Miss bullpen doesn't allow a single run the entire regional. Tim Oko hit 778 for the regional with a 2900 slug. I mean, no, sorry, OPS, something like that. Uh, it's like a 2100 slug and like an 800 OPS. Otherwise, my boy Peyton wins the award. <laughs> yeah. It took a, it took a, I mean, it took, I mean, Peyton can always <laughs> say, you know, it was, it was right there. He had to put on his cape. <laughs> Otherwise, what were Peyton's numbers from the regional? Do you know them? I, I'm not looking it up. No, okay. I don't know. I mean, I can do that pretty quickly. No, it's okay. Yeah. I'll do it in a second. I, I was just happy for my, I was well, happy look, for my guy. Yesterday, everybody was hitting. So, in a lot of ways, it was kind of 1-1 going in because Peyton won the game on from an offensive standpoint. Peyton won the game on Saturday. Yeah. And then Tim's double was obviously the key hit on Sunday, and then they get to yesterday, and, yeah, they couldn't get Tim out. Um, he uh, he hits three home runs, goes three for four or something like that. Kim, Alder, Kim Alderman with the, the grand slam. As uh, Arizona was struggling to throw a ball across the plate, and they threw a – 87 mile an hour cement mixer at Kemp at that point and it 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 was was yeah. not executed the way that no, the no, pitch no, was designed. No, 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 no. It was it was up and flat and just kind of there at that but, point. You know, we talked about it like you said so many times we talked about there was a path for this team. Mm-hmm. There was a clear path. You knew what that path was and um and they did it. And I I think if you go back and you look at I, I'm about to do the same thing. I started to say Friday, Saturday. Friday was washed out. Yeah, I'm having a terrible time with that, um, but it's fine. If you go back and look at Saturday, they had to get key hits from people down in the lineup. And earlier in the year when the announcers kept saying lost their way, I don't know that they lost their way. I just think they weren't playing very well. Uh, when that happened, they weren't getting a lot out of the lineup. The lineup had dead spots. And uh, I thought it was a redemption of, of sorts. For Peyton to get the the big hit, big hits plural on uh, on Saturday night to give them a win over a, a good Arizona team. Almost was better than Arizona, but Arizona was in position at the, at one point four up four to two, if I recall correctly, to feel like hey they have a shot here and to come back and beat them that day. And then you knew on Saturday Miami had held their ace. You knew he was going to be good, and he was. He was really good, and uh, Ole Miss kind of grinded him. And got him out of the game, and they got into the bullpen, and then Elko got the big hit. And I thought, real quick, Peyton seven for thirteen, three doubles, two home runs, four RBIs, four runs. Or no, 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 sorry, ten RBIs, uh, ten runs scored. That's pretty damn good. That's a day. He's getting it done. That's a day. But you know, you just you, you, they were going to have to win a game like that where. 
an ace for another team held you down for a while, and you stayed in it, and Elliott was terrific, and I thought Nichols was, as I think I told you in the text, I thought Nichols won the game. He did. Uh, Bridge in there in that, that 2.1. That, I thought that was so big. Well, look, the sixth inning is critical right there. He, when when Elliott goes out of the game, the runner's on first and third, nobody out, and you go, okay, well, Miami's probably getting the lead here, or whatever, and yeah. Nichols – other than striking out all three guys, did everything he could to keep it at one. It doesn't go to two right there. Right. It doesn't blow up, and it's it's pow, pow, pow. Then it's zero, zero, giving them time. Yeah. And that's also right after Ole Miss had just blown an inning offensively when they had runners on second and third with nobody out and didn't score. They went strikeout, strikeout, walk, builder's choice at that point Yeah. to finish that inning. So no, there's, there's a ton and, of and stuff Some of that there. was, the, again, the, the kid from Miami on, on Sunday was, really, was, he was good. really good. And, and uh, you knew he was going to be really good. And that was the right decision for Miami to hold him for that game. And and for them, that was, look, the truth is Miami's path was 2-0. and Arizona's path Everybody. was 2-0. and um, you know, they're those yeah, Miami didn't have the pitching either. No, no, no. And so once you got to two and oh, you, you got the, you got exactly what you wanted in the next game too. Cause they played a close game, a had high pressure game, had to use arms and you knew whoever you got Arizona on Monday knew, okay, our, our chance here is really slim. Our chance here is that we score a ton of runs and that maybe we find somebody in our pitching staff, who can bewilder them with something? And they scored. his thought was just go lefty, 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 and hope it works and see it works. Yeah, and 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 it didn't. And they got some runs early, and it was five to five. And uh, Wood, I thought, had a just a tremendous at bat. Was that fifth inning, sixth inning, it was, whatever it was? It was the fifth inning. Fifth At inning. the time, it's five to five. Yeah. He's leading off the inning, and it's a ten pitch at bat that turns into a walk. And at the beginning of that at-bat, Arizona's going, you know, we got a shot. Not a great shot, but we got a shot. We're in this. We're keeping this. up. Well, well, they're in it. Yeah. You're five to five. It's a five-inning game, and you're going to have to figure out. we got to get I, them out at some point. I don't know who gets these 15 outs, but at least right now we, we have a path. And then I thought Woods at-bat, that 10-pitch at-bat to draw a walk, and then blew it open with five runs. From that point, if you're Arizona in the dugout, you're like, you know, yeah, this, this probably isn't going to happen for us. <laughs> yeah. And then Ole Miss throws up the zero there. And then after that, yeah. it was done. And, yeah. Because when you put it to 12, 5, 13, Yeah, I was going to say, you got three more. And at that point, you know, Arizona was like, yeah, we had a run. I mean, we knew we knew there was a path, and we got off the path, and we tried to get back on the path. And truth is, once you get off of it, it's hard to get The back two on. players were clearly upset because their season ended. But Chip Hale, their head coach, I mean, it was – for a season-ending press conference, it was the most just sort of shoulder shrug I've ever seen a coach for you. Yeah. I'm proud of our guys that we didn't have enough. Eh, yeah. Okay. I like well, again, it. He, it wasn't the one that was going to keep him up last night when he got home. He was goes, Chip eh. Hale knew that their path was beat Ole Miss, yeah. beat Miami, and try to win and, one and of two hope games. that Ole Miss and Miami beat the hell out of each other in that last game, and then you get some crippled leftover team, and you probably have enough offense to give yourself a chance. That was their path. and Miami made absolutely worked. the right decision holding Carson Palmquist sure. for game two. Absolutely. It was a little dicey, but they got it done, got past Canisius. Yeah. No, they, they were in good shape. They, they played a two-to-one game against Ole Miss. And look, if they – hell yeah, it was the right decision. I mean, yeah. they held them to two runs. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, if you had told uh, – what's his face before the before the series? You know, DeMere. Yeah, if you said, hey, you're going to hold Ole Miss to two runs on Sunday, he'd go, okay, we win. Yeah. We, we won. 
Yeah. And that's why I thought Nichols was so big. I just I just thought that was critical. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to say he was the MVP of the thing. Obviously, Elko's, <laughs> but but that was a big moment. That was a really big moment for Ole Miss, where an arm that maybe they didn't have a month and a half ago, or maybe they didn't believe in it a month and a half ago, to get that kind of moment from him, and then Johnson came in and was terrific. I thought that was I thought that was really really big, and I, mean, I know we're going to spin forward here in a little while, but. They've kind of found the whole lost their way thing that they kept doing over and over. And I don't blame that. By the way, I don't blame these announcers for not being particularly good, right? I mean, you, you, ESPN's got all these people all over the place. If you could ask John Jay some pretty specific questions, he actually could go something at you. He was nervous. But he was, he was the most milk toast human being I've ever seen. And he was on nervous. Air. Yeah. And, and he was there because he had an, an, an awareness of Miami. Yeah. And when Miami went out, well, now he's – I mean, what's he going to do? I mean, you're not going to bone up on Ole Miss and Arizona overnight. I mean, it, it wasn't much he could do. He's a super nice guy, John yeah. Jay is. Um, he was incredibly popular with the Cardinals. He was with the Cubs for a brief with a amount lot of time. Teams. And he he was, some, yeah. yeah, he was very popular as a Cub. I mean, he he wasn't good. But, he was awful. Yeah, but, but <laughs> those announcing crews – for the most part. They weren't on. Everybody has to remember. I know you were watching it on television. Yeah. They weren't on television. Yes. That was not the ESPN2 crew. No. That wasn't Ben McDonald and Kyle Peterson and whomever. And there was one guy, and I can't remember. Because like, I don't really like Chris Burke, but he's far better than John Jay. Yeah, I can't remember what announcer it was, which regional. But every time someone hit a home run, he had this call. It was... Um, adios or oh, whatever. Really? I'm like, no, stop, stop. You're not, stop. That's not You're that. not you. That's not, stop. Just say home run. You don't get a catchphrase. You're not to the point of catchphrase. No, phrase. no. And it was so bad. I mean, yeah, a team, one of the teams was down like 11 runs or something. And a dude hit a home run to cut it to 10. And he's like, adios. Like, no, no. What's well, like Rippy mentioned it. John Jay, like the, on the one Kemp hit, he goes, maybe it's got a chance. And it's like, dude, he hit it to Fort Myers. <laughs> like, yeah. the outfitter just goes, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, that's not a, could be. No, no, it is. Leave it alone. Just, yeah, just, you're trying too hard. I do like Arizona's little oppo taco hat thing they yeah. wear in the, in the dugout. I got no problem with yeah. that. It's, 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 let's, let's have some fun. Let's. And we'll get to this later. I, I've got some, I watched a lot of different baseball regionals. and It was a fun weekend. It was a fun weekend. The, the, I don't mind like like Oklahoma State puts on the hat and they ride the little toy horse. I like that. I like the taco thing. I like I like the fur coat. I like all that stuff. I the only thing I'm gonna say about if I'm on a team and I've said this before, the bat flips. Yeah. The bat flips, like when you go celebrate with your teammates, I'm cool. When you do the flippy thing and you start talking and you're flipping people off and stuff someone's getting hit next after that. I mean, there's just no way around the fact that you're going to have to throw at somebody. You have to stand up for your opponent, for your teammates. And that's where if I'm on a team, I'm like, hey, can we dial some of this down? Because someone's going to really, especially in a postseason, someone's going to catch one. Like like some teams need Tennessee's to not getting through this season without somebody getting thrown out, thrown at before it's over. I, I don't see how. They're, obno they're, they're obnoxious. They're over the top. 
I really hate it was it was mentioned in my Twitter Twitter mentions when I when I posted about it. I really hate that Costello didn't get the Tennessee series and he was the one that pushed a player to go on and it was a Tennessee player so we could see that blow up between oh, yeah. an umpire pushing the Tennessee kid to get moving and let's get around the bases a little bit. I mean, I don't mind when you hit a like if you hit one like Alderman hit it. I mean, you get to watch for a second. Well, or the two. kid from East Carolina watched for literally a second. Yeah. If anybody missed it, that tells you the Costello ump- is the worst umpire in the country. He is awful, and he gets great assignments constantly. So I guess his actual strike zone or something are good. I don't know, but he is he's he he's your he's your Joe West College version. I mean, he is a complete and utter ump show every time he calls a game, and. The East Carolina kid, he hits it and kind of drops the bat. No bat flip, just kind of drops the bat and just stands there for, I mean, a second. And he's pushing him in the back and getting him. It's like. Had it gotten chippy earlier? Was he trying to prevent? I don't think so. The game was like nine to nothing. Okay. I mean, it was. I just didn't know whether. Yeah, not that I'm aware of. Um, Because sometimes as an umpire, you can sense probably that a game is. is, Hey, 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 this is a powder keg. I need to. I don't want to have to fill out all the paperwork from a powder keg. Let's cool this down a little. That does happen. Yeah, sure. And I guess I'm I'm a little more sensitive to it because of Scott Forbes, the North Carolina head coach, getting suspended for two games the day before for nothing, really, nothing of any out of the ordinary. And then the NCAA Twitter account promoting the fact that an umpire touched a player the next day. Yeah. Let's have a little bit of awareness, yeah. which they don't they ever don't. in any no. way whatsoever. Nope. Because East Carolina posted it like, wow, he touched him. Then NCAA grabs it and goes, see, need a little help. And it's like, no, no, <laughs> that's not the way that, 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 that. Yeah, the kid for Oklahoma State did do that. He he ran the bases as fast as possible after one of his home runs. That kid had a hell of a regional, too. Yeah. He ran the entire bases in 16 seconds. Yeah. He's a hell of a player. He's a freshman. Regio or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hell of a player. Oklahoma State's good. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big moment in that game last night. And the, hit the bases loaded, and they had an opportunity, and the left-handed kid for Arkansas struck him out in that moment. That was, like, the pivotal moment of that game. But you're right. It was, I mean, look, it was a lot of fun. There was a lot of good games. It was the Oregon State Regional, by the way. They sent me the thread. The ball is so juiced. But that's okay, whatever. Isn't that interesting? The college ball is juiced oh, and yeah. the Major League Baseball ball is dead. No, no, no. The, the, the college ball is so juiced right now. They have turned that bad boy up and said, we're going we're gonna to hit home runs. I mean, it, it's, it underscores how well that game was pitched on Sunday because you look around the regionals at the scores, you don't see 2-1 games. 29-15. <laughs> they were down 12 to nothing in the fourth inning and yeah. won by 15 runs. Yeah. I mean... In two innings, Oklahoma State was it Oklahoma State? Yeah, yeah. Went from down twelve nothing to up seventeen fourteen in two innings. Yeah, I mean, if you tell the coach at Missouri State, "Hey, you're going to have a twelve nothing lead," he's like, "Oh my God, we did it!" Yeah. No, you, you know, actually got you, run you, ruled. You didn't even come close to getting it. Yeah, I mean two one. And look, Miami's parks up. I mean, it's a launching pad. Yeah, the ball jumps out of that place. Yeah. But now some of the ones Ole Miss hit, those weren't juiced. No, those were gone. They, I mean, those were yeah. crushed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and Arizona did too early. I mean, they met, they matched them for well, a they minute. Had a couple of good play, a couple of good hitters in that line. I mean, Susac's damn good. Yeah, he's good. I really like Susac. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I mean, you know, we talked about it. I wrote about it. I kind of focused my story on Sunday about it. Elliot, I don't know with from a stuff standpoint what his ceiling is. I, I don't know where he's going to max out. 
but at least at the college level, he's an 80 from a mental standpoint, sticking in there, getting getting out of jams, not freaking out because Neil and I both watched a good bit of baseball over the weekend, and freshman pitchers on the road in these regionals were, Struggled. were really struggling to mm-hmm. maintain and not let sure. the crowd and the, and the energy and the adrenaline and all that stuff get to them. Yeah. And what he was able to do, it's bunt single walk, even right there because the – Yo-yo comes up for Miami, and you're going, hey, this thing could turn sideways. He gets the strikeout, mm-hmm. walks the next guy, and then goes strikeout, strikeout, gets out of the inning, and you go, and just over and over and over again. Miami got the leadoff batter on four straight innings and didn't score on many of the four in, four innings. No, he he, he, uh, he, he he figures it out. He grinds. Like you said, he's a really smart pitcher. Mm-hmm. If you talk to people in Tupelo, and I'm over there a lot. Yeah, uh, they love him. They love him. They love how tough he is and mentally tough and – um, yeah, you saw it, and he was locked in. I mean, I don't, I don't criticize him for this because they're all in the moment. I mean, he even he yells at Hayden Leatherwood at one point, or at least in his direction there in the in the fifth when the ball wasn't caught in right field. You could make it. Would, it, it, it didn't take John Boy to figure out what what was what was being said there at that at that instant. I mean, he was he was in there. He was he was he was competing. So down the road, I mean, he because of the way he competes, that's an ace eventually. Yeah. I mean, even maybe as early as yeah. next year, depending on what Delusia does or doesn't do, but. Well, he's got another really big game coming up. He's about to get the ball. One way or the other, he's going to pitch this weekend. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, one or one oh, that's, uh, that's going to happen. So, we'll uh, look a little more from the weekend around the uh, the country. We'll go ahead and uh, start looking at Southern Miss also. But first, tell you about Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So, green local underwriting and understands your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662 662- Two three four two seven zero four or J L O W E at community mtg.com. Brought to you by Hawkum. I'm learning how to pronounce that. I was, Hawkum. I was Hawkum. Pro- See, I was pronouncing it incorrectly. Yeah. I didn't know. All these people are like, hey, you did it wrong. I didn't know. You're not up on all the small town Mississippi pronunciations? Probably not. No, probably not. In, yeah. Probably a good game. We could give you some words and say, yeah. what, what is this? <laughs> yeah. I still get mad about Lafayette. Like, Three different pronunciations. It should be Lafayette. Anyway, we're uh, Holcomb Portable Buildings, 7991 uh, Highway 7 South in Holcomb. It's, uh, they've custom built your building to your specifications, however you want your carport, ATV or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings. Holcomb Portable Buildings can accommodate you. You pick the color, the style, the windows, and the doors, and Holcomb Portable Buildings makes it happen. Uh, in-house financing is available. And there's free delivery and setup within 75 miles of Holcomb. For more information, call 662-226-2233 or go to HolcombBuildings.com. You can also find them on Facebook or Instagram at Holcomb Portable Buildings. Father's Day, almost upon us, and Dead Soxie has the perfect gift for any budget. Whether as a gift or buying for yourself, Dead Soxie is excited to help you celebrate with style. Go to DeadSoxie.com, take advantage of the site-wide 35% 35% off sale. Stock up on a gift your feet will thank you for time and again. DeadSoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE for 35% off your entire order. Happy Father's Day from Dead Soxy. As always, stay Soxy. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game. Ready for your next place? Go to GameChangerPatch.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off.
off your purchase. Automation Control Systems, LLC, is owned and operated by uh, Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. ACS can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much, much more. It's a full-service AutoCAD services provider and a full-service fiber optic cabling solution provider. To learn more, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. We're brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. Lamons has been serving the Oxford area for three-quarters of a century. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. Give them a call to transfer your medications from a big box pharmacy. Use somebody who will know you, who will care about you. And also with the MedPak highlight, you can uh, go ahead and get a MedPak. It's for, for increasingly popular, especially for people that are uh, helping their parents manage their medications. They've been talking about it for a while. It's been in Holly Springs at Tyson Drugs for over a decade, but now included in Oxford as well. Through G&M Pharmacy on South Lamar. They're prepackaged by the pharmacy by date and time. Each morning pouch is followed by an evening pouch and so on. They also deliver in the Oxford area with G&M. Again, 662-236-2222. Yeah, the blunder of the weekend was the kid saying Evan Russell was suspended for PEDs, and that was not the case. He played the next day. That's not That's not that's, ideal that's from not the ESPN bl- commentary. That's not a blunder. That's, that's defamation. It's defamation, but I don't. I actually watched Clay Travis on Twitter talk about this for a while. I don't think because I did actually disagree with Clay here. He doesn't have damages from a lawsuit because it was corrected so fast that there's no long term right. harm in the situation. You that, know, had it gone weeks, then that's that different. That can't thing. happen. No, it's so stupid. Like once some dude just said something and he repeated it on air on national television. <sighs> Let's not do that. That would be yeah preferable there. Just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, Ole Miss, uh, they're a Saturday start. We thought that would happen. Their side of the bracket is Saturday, which means they will be the second day in Omaha, whoever comes out of these uh, these four Super Regionals. They will be on that side, and then Friday obviously starts the first day in Omaha on the other side. And We'll see what happens. Uh, five of the 16 teams in Super Regional play were either two or three seeds, so um, 11 of the 16 are host teams. That got out of their uh, their regional two SEC teams in that mix. Ole Miss and Arkansas both were two or threes that that advanced. Um, Ole Miss playing at three o'clock on Saturday at Pete Taylor Park. That's Central Time. ESPNU for that one. They're playing at uh, three o'clock the next day on Sunday as well for Game Two. That's on either ESPN Two or ESPNU. And then they have not set times for any potential third games that would happen on uh, uh, on Monday. The winner of Ole Miss and Southern Miss, when they get to the College World Series, they will play the winner of Auburn and Oregon State. That's a three fourteen matchup. Those are quite late games. Those are uh, nine thirty Central and nine o'clock Central Oof. on uh, on Saturday and Sunday for the Tigers and the and the Beavers. Auburn's got a little bit of a, a long trip ahead of them here. They get to go to Corvallis and play really late night games the next uh, these two days. Uh, UConn Stanford also speaking uh, is on this side of the bracket. UConn uh, winning the Maryland Regional. They play Stanford, so long trip there from the Huskies from uh, 
stores. Stores, that's correct. I was I was naming every other Connecticut city in my head. I was like Bristol, like Hartford. No, that's not it. It's stores. Yeah, that's yep. correct. They're headed to uh, they're headed to Palo Alto, and then in Omaha, the winner of that will play the winner of Arkansas and North Carolina. That is in Chapel Hill this uh, this weekend. North Carolina handled their business uh, after losing to VCU. They come back and won three in a row to to take that regional. Um, Arkansas also um, had to get to a final game there before they uh, they got out of that one. So that's that. Oregon State did too. Actually, Vanderbilt pushed them to a final game. Yeah, that was Vanderbilt the, played really well. Vanderbilt they played, just got beat. The Oregon State regional was actually some of the best baseball. It yeah. was really entertaining. It was just at time slots where people weren't yeah overly locked into that. The LSU Southern Miss games were really entertaining. I mean, they were. They were I would have bet a lot of money that LSU was not going to go one, two, three in the night like they did yesterday. Yeah, it was a it was a whimper. Kind in, of expected in the night some there. drama there. Oh yeah, you're ready to go, 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 go. Um, well, it was. I'll read the other side of the bracket in a second. But my phone blew blew up all day yesterday with where would Ole Miss rather go? Who would they rather play? And it's like Southern Miss. Yeah. Now look though, here's the deal. Yeah, look. Going to Alex Box and going, that is the preferred place to go play. That's not the answer in the postseason. No. You don't want to do that. Mm-mm. Winning five out of six games in a season at Alex Box is not what you want to have to no. do to advance. Jacob Berry was not on the field when they played. He was going to be on the ago. field this week. He was weekend. going to be on the field. Yeah, and it's a difference. That was not what you wanted to do. Southern Miss is where you wanted to play in a three-game series. I'd much rather deal with Southern Miss. I will say this. This is going to be the most hostile environment that Ole Miss baseball has ever played in this weekend. Yep. And I don't mean this season. I mean in program history. It is going to be – it's because it's already kind of the most vicious place they play every year anyway. I mean, they set the school record for attendance during a midweek game there earlier this, this season. Actually, a month ago. It was 6,200 and something. It, no, it's only going to be 5,100, 5,200 because the NCAA play you don't oversell. They're not bringing in extra to, – to my knowledge, they're not bringing in more seats. Because I don't know why you wouldn't have done it for the regional if you were going to do it. So it doesn't right. make sense you would do it now. Um, tickets, very hard to come by. If you don't have a pretty high priority level or you're willing to pay definitely into the hundreds for a, for a ticket, you're not going to get in um, this weekend. But, no, it is going to be a ridiculously difficult environment for Ole Miss. However, that's the team you would rather play. You All would day. much rather play the team that lost series to UAB and Old Dominion. All day. Over the course of the year. And here's another reason. If you go down to LSU this year, his mm-hmm. first year, all that stuff, there's no pressure on LSU. They relish it. It's a free shot. I don't ever want to play LSU where it's a free shot. This is not a free shot for Southern Miss. No, it's the shot. It's the shot. They're going to be tight. There's pressure on You think on they're them. tight? Yeah, of course. There's, you think whenever yeah, Ole Miss yeah. presses them, they will? Yes, they're going to be tight. They're going to they, – they know they know they don't get this opportunity every time. They know it. They absolutely know it. LSU goes, eh, we, we host these things all the time. You don't get that with Southern Miss. It's just my opinion. I could be wrong. People are free to disagree. And look, Southern Miss can still win the freaking Super Regional. And I then mean, here's, here's the other thing. Yes, of course. If you tell me, hey, you can play a team from the Sun Belt or you can play a team from the SEC, which do you choose? Sun Belt. All day. Every day. No matter what their no situation matter what. is. Why? Because if you play an SEC team, there's depth of pitching. Somewhere there's an arm that was good enough to get an SEC offer. You get into the end of, an, of a Sun Belt pitching staff, and there's 
opportunities to bash. And I think Ole Miss is a team that can bash. I mean, LSU obviously this year did not have the pitching that we're used to seeing from LSU. That's that's obvious. I get it. But that lineups, Cruz and Barry and the other kid, Duga, is it Duga? And and yeah. I mean, all those cats. I mean, there's just they'll Cody had a big. De- I mean, they'll stress you out offensively. And then had Mike had to go down there. They're going to Sun Belt. They're Conference USA moving to Sun Belt. Oh, cool. Same. Yeah. Whatever. Same holds. <laughs> you know, like. You saw it with Auburn. You saw it with Vanderbilt. You, these teams that have that have depth of pitching, they just they stay in these things. Even when things don't go well, they just they just they just hang around. Um, I'm intrigued to see Ole Miss against Tanner Hall. Potentially, you know, from a production standpoint, has been has been as good as anybody on either team. Um, Delusia with a huge opportunity on on Saturday for Ole Miss and. Yeah, and they they for a three game series they've established they have enough depth in the bullpen. Yeah, Mallets is good enough. Johnson's good enough. No, the place yeah. where Ole Miss was going to be in trouble was a regional where you had to come out of the losers bracket. I just didn't think they had enough pitching to do it. Yeah, and I'm pretty convinced after watching what I watched that I was right. Yeah, they can um, win a a series. Yeah, they've won lots of series. Frankly, on the road at Baton Rouge at Auburn. I think this this particular team and this particular you think they're better off. On yes, the I, yes. Home is all the angst. Road is no angst. You go on the road. Peyton's talked about it. They kind of like the road. It's a close team. They've been together for a while. They get to hang out on the road. The only people that are around really are family and friends. So the people that are around are supportive, and there's not all that stuff, tightness and stuff, and. They didn't get tied at any point over the weekend at all. No, not at all. Even when they were behind Arizona in the opener, they just kind of kept no, coming. They, they played really, really well. Because if it was going to happen, it was going to be that sixth inning because they had been actually hitting the Urban kid pretty good and just couldn't get anything to show for it. Yeah. And then just no, – They knew it was coming, and it did. It's held on and got the big hit and played a great game on Saturday – I mean, Sunday, and then blew out Arizona. I mean, that was, was perfect for them. I, I think they're in – I think they're in a great place mentally. If you watch all the press conferences afterwards, I know you were on them. You were asking questions. I just watched. Um, yeah, I, I like where they are mentally. They've already been through kind of the hell of it all, if you think about it. I mean, they went through a horrific four weeks where you – they came back from Fayetteville, I think. Was Fayetteville after Startville? Fayetteville was – then they got back home, they were 7-14. and 14, Yeah, I, I mean, you come back and you, you – you know, Peyton talked about it on, on his show – uh, everybody looks around and goes, well, I mean, so I guess what we have to do now is go 7-2. and two. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. And they went 7-2, and two and they got the very last spot in the tournament. And then he said, hey, we're just happy to be in now. Yeah, they wouldn't care where they went. Corvallis, Coral Gables, wherever. They were going to go. They knew they were going somewhere yeah, as sure. a three. They had not earned the right to host. And that they were going to have to go do it. And I think you watched the way that they played. I it's very clear that they're not tight right now, but they they should be confident. Oh, and and you go to Hattiesburg. You've gone to a place you've won. You go to Hattiesburg, and they've seen that already. They know yeah, it. Yeah, come on, they're not going to be intimidated. So somebody asked Mike yesterday. Said, you know, what's the benefit? And he said, look, we've got so much video of everybody that doesn't really matter. He goes, now we'll have a good scouting report on their hitters. He goes, we don't see their pitchers, so I don't know sure. rotation. We'll have to figure that out. 
He goes, but where it benefits us is because we've been in the environment. We've seen 6,000 Southern Miss fans in a place and hostile and all that stuff. We've won there. He goes, we're, we're comfortable with it. And here's the other reason, too. I wouldn't want to play. And, and I realize you would have the benefit of you've seen Hilliard before and you've seen the LSU guys before, but LSU's seen Delusia. Yeah. They've seen Hunter Elliott. They've seen Brandon Johnson. Multiple times. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I know they didn't win those games, but if you're LSU, you're like, yeah, you know, we're going to have Barry back. And we've seen these guys. Maybe we'll have a little better approach this time around. And Southern Miss doesn't have that benefit. I just would rather have an SEC roster over a Conference USA or Atlantic 10 or Sun Belt or any other small. Give me the, give me the high major roster every time. And offensively, Ole Miss has figured out some level of an identity. It looks close to kind of what it is supposed to kind of look like. Yeah, they're back playing the way that – Yeah, Actually, they're playing better than they ever played at any point earlier in the season. Earlier in the season, they had the ranking, but if you watched them, it was like, this does not look like a top-10 team. They and maul that, bad pitching, and that's what they did early in the season. Look. Was they mauled bad pitching. Look, it's a new weekend, and you got to go win two games and all that stuff, but they looked like – for the first time, really. Well, they looked like it at LSU. They looked Missouri was just not Missouri very good, but the, kind of late in the season. I mean, I know they lost two out of three to A and M. A and M's good. A and M's really good. Mm-hmm. They're um, still playing. Yeah, uh, they kind of started looking like a Omaha capable team. And I thought over the weekend they looked like very much like an Omaha capable team. If you, and a lot of, probably if you're listening to this, you probably watched a lot of college baseball around the country. You know, I was, I was laughing. Somebody goes, well, that's going to, for who were talking, some, talking to somebody about some assignment, like, oh, it's going to be a really hard assignment. Yeah, at this point of the year, every assignment's good. There's All a, 16 teams just want a regional. They just want a regional. So you're yeah. going to play a good team. Yeah. I just, I just thought it was, um, if if I'm an Ole Miss fan, I'm I'm pretty excited about where my team is at this point because I think it's the first time this year that I watched them and went, you know what, they they might do it. Even early in the year, I, I didn't think. I thought, okay, there's a flaw. Well, I, it, yeah, you and I yeah. would talk about it, yeah. and you were like, I don't know, and I was like, I don't think this team's all that good. I can remember telling you. Well, the I just pitching don't... wasn't good. Elliott wasn't starting. Delucia wasn't starting. Yeah, I can remember telling you early in the year, I said, Chase, they don't look very good. I mean, their opening weekend was Diamond, Gaddis, McDaniel. Yeah, and they, they won two out of three at Auburn, but they, they weren't very impressive doing it. This is the first time that they've really looked like a team that, that could do something. They look like a team that could do something. Now, they're in a pool of teams now where there's 12 or 13 of them that I think look like a team that could do something. Mm-hmm. But they're in it. I mean, there's one dominant team in the country. There is. And everybody else is. And then there's some good teams. And I think Ole Miss, for the first time, you can on- – for the first time in a while, I think you can honestly say, hey, they're, they're, they're really good. Like, I think you could make a case that Ole Miss is the second-best team in the SEC right now. Now, you could make that same case for – A&M. A&M, certainly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You could make yeah. that case for Auburn, the way that they play. Um. If you watched Arkansas yesterday, you could make the case for Arkansas. They played a really good game last night. In Arkansas's got a really good culture that benefits them in the postseason. Yeah. 
and they have a veteran team, all yeah. that stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, I think you could make that case for Ole Miss. And I don't know that you could have made that case a few weeks ago. Like I, no. a few weeks ago, I, mean, I remember putting them like 12th on my weekly ranking going, there's not much difference between Ole Miss, Kentucky, and Missouri at this moment. Mm-hmm. And then to their credit, they just answered the bell down the stretch. And I think right now they're playing with a lot of confidence. They are. And I think to some degree, even though the fan base doesn't think this way, I think among the guys on a roster, kind of playing with some house money. Yeah. This is kind of, hey, we did it. You know, we we were left for dead. Still here. And we're, yeah, this is kind of free shots. And so I think that's kind of the psychology. I know it's not like that with the fan base because we hadn't even talked about Mike and the job and all that stuff. We got time. But but I, I think inside that roster, and I'm obviously a little informed here, I think inside that roster, this is this is fun for the first time in a while. All the angst in the middle of the year it's was over. not fun. No. And it's over. You survived it by the hair of your chin, but you survived it. And sometimes after that happens, you're like, hey, well, whatever happens from here on out, it's gravy. And if I'm Southern Miss, Ole Miss is not the team that I want in Hattiesburg this weekend. I'd much rather have Arkansas in Hattiesburg. I'd rather have Auburn in Hattiesburg. Oh, would you really? Yes, absolutely. Because having Ole Miss there is another element. Oh, my God, we get this close and we get this opportunity at home, and yet it's them. And a lot more Mississippi kids who are feeling that, whereas yeah. Ole Miss is a bunch of Texas and Florida yeah, kids and whatever. I mean, I, I mean, Jacob Gonzalez does not have a lot of Southern Miss. T- Tim Elko's not worked <laughs> up over Southern Miss. No. Uh, no. You know, Dylan. Peyton couldn't have probably told you they were in Hattiesburg out of high school. Dylan Delusia probably before this year couldn't have told you where Hattiesburg was. Yeah. I guess he would have had a tip that it was southern Mississippi. He would have said, well, it's probably in the southern part. <laughs> but, I mean, he, no, no, yeah. No. So, no. I, I, Versus the kid from Northwest Rankin who really wanted that Ole Miss offer and goes, and oh, get I'm going to show you. Yeah. I'm going to. And now they press. Yeah. It's 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 right there on the racket for the Rebels. So, Bubba, well, thank uh, you for the super chat. That's very kind. We really appreciate it. We'll continue talking about it in a second. Northeast Spark, NESPARC, service people across rural communities. Two packages, the 100 Mbps. That's the Ignite or the Blaze that one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband. That's anyspark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, and much more. So get the best internet in Lafayette County. That's anyspark.com, 662-238-3159. Brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, but the same great products, same great services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in uh, Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call uh, Southern, 662-429-4429. The College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com. And you can find them on Facebook and Instagram, whether you're tailgating in Oxford or home gating with friends and family. The College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle. Based in Madison, Mississippi, Pinnacle provides detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. At Pinnacle, investing is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. Regardless of your level of wealth, Pinnacle will sit down with you, listen to your goals, study your expenses, and put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. 
Brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Get in touch with John if you're working on your summer vacation. You still have time to plan one of those that will be a uh, could create a lifetime of unique memories. Or if you're maybe planning something for the holidays, whatever the case may be, get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. You don't have to live near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients can save $50 off their first booked trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. And we're brought to you by OPA. It's Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. A delicious menu featuring gyros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, all of that uh, at 306 South Lamar, just south of the square courthouse in Oxford. And if you are in the market for a Nissan vehicle, I highly recommend Grenada Nissan, located just off Interstate 55 in Grenada, Mississippi. Grenada Nissan has a complete uh, selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. I guess it's brought to you by Prime Shrimp, PrimeShrimp.com. Get restaurant-quality shrimp shipped straight to your door. And in less than 10 minutes, it goes from freezer to plate. They have five great flavors, including the two new recent ones, including Simply Shrimp, where you season it yourself. Great for kids and uh, other people who are a little more picky with their uh, eating or the garlic herb butter, pasta, rice, veggies. Make a shrimp scampi or pair it with a steak if that's what you like. I prefer the signature blend, which uh, is kind of a garlic flavor. goes great on salads. You can cook with it. goes really your all-purpose one for uh, everything. And they've also got the uh, little more spicy one, Louisiana Shrimp Bowl, for that. So PromShrimp.com, MPW Digital, MPW is the code, $20 off your first order with PromShrimp.com. The uh, rest of the games, I did not do that, are on Friday. Those openers, and again, you've got uh, the Tennessee Vols, as you mentioned. They've got a 6 o'clock start on Friday, a sorry, a 5 o'clock start on Friday, and a 1 o'clock start on Saturday. They are against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Link Jarrett might be leaving South Bend just simply because of the NCAA screw jobs that keep happening to the Irish. They walked right through the regional there in Statesboro. I guess Georgia Southern and Texas Tech, everybody saw that coming. Well, the good um, news for them is that the whole country's cheering for them this week. They are America's team. Yes. Notre Dame for the first in football, they don't get that. Now, yeah. right now, by God, you see the gold dome and you go, America's team. Yeah. And no, the Notre Dame fighting Irish. Uh people will be cheering for Notre Dame harder than at a Rudy movie. I mean, it's going to be just everybody engaged. If you care anything about it, you're they should have hosted Irish. two years in a row. They didn't host either season. And their super regional pairings are Mississippi State and Tennessee in these two seasons. Yeah, somebody's got a problem with somebody on the committee somewhere. Not 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 ideal for uh, for, for 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 the Irish. So they uh, they're thirty eight and fourteen. They battle the Tennessee. Is that really thirty eight and fourteen? That's all the games they've played. Um, and then Tennessee fifty six and seven at this point on mm. their uh, on their season. Yeah. So Campbell tried hard. They did. Was in it for a while. Yeah. Good program. If Cliff leaves, the guy Campbell would be a really interesting next coach at East Carolina. Same area up there. Who else is Friday? So we got we got Texas and East Carolina. Speaking of, oh. that is in Greenville, North Carolina. That'll be jungle. good. That's a five o'clock start on ESPN two. And that's got a chance to be a sneaky good. No, that's noon noon. Sorry, eleven a.m. eleven a.m. There. That's got a chance to be. That's got a that's got a chance. You like that one? Yeah. Louisville is at Texas A and M on Friday. In. That's a good series. In. That's a really, really good series. Sign me up. Yep, that's a good one. Go cards. It's a cross sport. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like go, go, go cards. We're all, we're, we're, we're all in on Dan. 
I, I did feel horrible for Michigan. They got completely and utterly screwed in their regional final. Instead of being up nine to seven going to the uh, going to the ninth inning, three outs away from advancing in a winner take all game, the umpires missed a call on the field, which I actually will I'll, I'll give them that one. It was bang bang, and then missed it on replay as well. Louisville ties the game on the next at bat with a single, and then hits a two run homer to go up by two, and then they end up eliminating the uh, the Wolverines there. I. I would not have wanted to be in the room with Eric Backage when he finally saw the replay later on no. in the in the day because yeah. it was it was it was missed it was completely. And you missed. feel for those kids. That's not uh, the way you want to lose. You want to lose the way Arizona lost yesterday. We're like, you know what? They're better than us. Yeah. It, cool. Good luck. Yeah, we'll be cheering for you. And then uh, your uh, your other game, Oklahoma at Virginia Tech, the number four mm-hmm. national seed Hokies against an Oklahoma team that probably should have been a host as well. Yeah, Oklahoma went into Gainesville. I watched a lot of that series, and that was actually really good. Oklahoma-Florida was good baseball. Um, I know this is shocking. The two teams joining the SEC in a couple of years are also really good in baseball. Oklahoma's legit. They're good. I think they'll – I don't know. They're they're legit. The Big 12 was pretty good. There were some good teams. Big Twibbles, yeah. I mean, it's top-heavy, but it was good. Yeah. What's your first blush? We both expect Tennessee to win. I'll say Tennessee in three. I didn't know Notre Dame gets them once. It feels... Yeah. God, I hope so. Oh. Give me that third game where Tennessee suddenly feels a little something for the first time all year. Because they basically clinched the SEC like three weeks in. The tournament was a free shot. They did hold their composure pretty well against Campbell when they got down. I will give them credit. Yeah. Now they're idiots, but but I want to see. I, I would love to see a third game with a little with something on it. A little something on it. Yeah. They're so high strong. Yeah. You you sort of wonder if like you want to take a pin and like pop Drew Gilbert because just yeah everything's so. I would you like. Can't run around the bases flipping off the other team. How is that just okay? You, you just can't. How is? That, I understand. We've had a message board post about this, and they go, "Well, it's expected." That, no, it's oh, not. that's not in any world. How are officials just letting all this go? I, I, I don't, I don't understand. How is that different than not cussing the guy? Is my point. Isn't that toning either way? Yeah. Or profanity, or whatever the rule. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, I, figure it out. I'll give Georgia Tech credit. More man than me. There would have been problems. Oh, it happens at the wrong time. He's doing this, and when he goes across second, some shortstop clocks him. Just because that's it. That's enough. And here we go. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing this right here. Credit to them. Is that who it was? It was Tech. I think so. Mark says it's... They're they're obnoxious, but it's good for the sport. You know what? In some ways, you're right. In some ways, yeah. Because you're getting eyeballs, and that's what they're trying to get. So, yeah, you're right. But boy, it's good for the casual person. It's not good for the sport for people who actually watch the sport anyway. There's a difference. Yeah, it brings in more outside eyeballs. It's not good for the actual college baseball fan. Right. I, yeah. Sure. I mean, two different. That's my whole thing about the bat flips and stuff. I love some of the other stuff, like the hat and the ride and again, the horse. Again, I would be. I, that's fun. I would even laugh at it more if they shook it off when somebody did something to them. 
but by God, you look in their direction and they start freaking out. Like they yeah. don't handle it back at them at all. Yeah. They're a bully. Yeah. Bully gets punched and he loses his mind. That's what happens with Tennessee. Now look, they might bully everybody the whole damn way through and win the whole thing. I mean, they're good. They're the favorite for sure. But it's not palatable because of that. Yeah. Auburn shows you a little teeth back and you suddenly are losing your mind. I'll be curious to see Notre Dame. Yeah, I, Link's got a little edge to him. It's yeah. got a chance. Got to, a chance. Got a chance. Needed to get close and, yeah. and whatever. Um, I, I, I want Cliff to make Omaha. I hope they beat Texas, East Carolina. I've got a little bit of a, 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 a yeah. I mean, I'm, friend I'm, pick I'm there. cheering for your friend. Yeah. I'm, I'm picking Texas. Texas is just so much more athletic and – uh, they're Texas the best team. Pretty, it's back to the whole. They're argument. pretty good. Yeah, it's 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 back to the whole argument, especially the first game. <clears throat> Texas has a legitimate ace that probably gets you ahead one zero, and then you're trying to get one more. Yeah, Te- I, I'm, I'm for a non-SEC environment. It's a really hard place to play. Sure, but yeah, I'll take Texas in three. Yeah, um, I think Louisville gets a And M in College Station this weekend. Yeah. not even about all the stuff. I, I, I just think Louisville wins that super regional. I'm not even sure they don't win it in two. Yeah, I'm not sure I disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Virginia Tech is really good. I've got a hunch Oklahoma's on a little bit of a run here. I think Oklahoma wins the Blacksburg. Oh, really? Yeah. I I did not see Virginia Tech, so I can't really comment. I've watched Oklahoma some. Virginia Tech's good. No, Virginia Tech is really, really good. They're legit. OU's legit. Um, We'll see. I like Stanford to uh, dispatch of Jim Penders and UConn yes. this weekend across the country. Yeah, UConn is the ultimate. We're really happy to be playing this weekend. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Yeah, uh, I like North Carolina to beat Arkansas this weekend. Yeah, I haven't seen North Carolina play. I watched a little bit of their because um, they lost a game and then they had to kind of come struggling back and they they popped VCU. That's yeah. I'll go home team in three. If you're Arkansas, you're got to feel like, hey, you got a shot here because you just took two out of three from a really good baseball team. Sure. I mean, Oak State is – That was not the best draw in the world. I mean, that was not where you were happy about it. They're more than a little plucky. They they can bash. So, I know that's, a, that's, that's got a chance to be a really good series. Yeah. Um, I'm, and then it's Auburn, Oregon State. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I guess I could go either way. Um, yeah, it's Ole Miss, Southern Miss. I actually think Ole Miss wins this weekend. I do too. And then, uh, yeah, Auburn, Oregon State, and I think the Beavers win. Yeah, but I think Auburn gets one and makes it a three-game series. And you get into a third game in one of these deals. And- Did you hear Butch's answer yesterday? No. Did you see this? kind of wish we had it queued up where I could play it. It was it's 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 an old miss thing too. When they were when they were growing, it sounded he, he gave a perfect response. And somebody said I don't know exactly what the question was. I'll find it. I'll put it on the board. Somebody asked Butch after the game, after they had won yesterday, after they just walked through their regional, uh, you know, about the goal of getting to Omaha essentially. Mm-hmm. And he said, No, the, the goal is to win a national championship. He said the goal is not to get to Omaha. And he said, you know, what you do and when you're doing that, and he goes, obviously he goes, everybody talks about that, but he goes, and he uses the quote about, you know, a lot of times when people fail, it's aiming low and hitting, not aiming high and missing. And he said oh, yeah. that um, if he only had the goal of getting to Omaha, he said, we're at an SEC school. He goes, I'm an SEC head coach. He said, we're mm-hmm. at a program that cares now. He goes, we've won a lot of games. He goes, 
we just scored how many ever runs in a regional and walked through the regional. He goes, if my goal to them is simply to get to the College World Series, what happens when we get there? What does that look like? He goes, we, he goes our goal is to win a national title. We will celebrate steps along the way. Sure. But that's the goal. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do think there are some programs that go, our goal is to get there, and then they get there, and it's kind of over. Mm-hmm. They struggle when they get there. Yeah. He's right. You know me. I, I love the guy. You're, you're, you're. I'm, I'm so in on 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 that guy. I mean, he's my dude. I mean, if Neil were an AD with a with an opening, he would be an interview yeah, candidate. I, no, he, I'd hire him. I mean, he's my guy. Because there's a mailbag question I haven't answered it yet. Is how quickly would you hire Tony Vitello? And the answer is quickly. But I've got a but there. I don't have one on on Butch. You don't. I'd hire him tomorrow. He checks, and that's not about Mike Bianco, by the way. I just he just checks every box for me. That's a great answer. Yeah, he, he was very thoughtful. So just, he's right. Your goal is to win the national championship. Because the reason is, if you make it all about getting to Omaha, and then you get there and you're not focused, well, you know how hard it is to get there. So when you get there, it is an opportunity. Because when you get there, you're in a four team bracket with a legitimate shot to get to the National Championship Series. And if you get to the National Championship Series, well, duh, you're playing for the National Championship. Well, look, State showed that last year. They weren't the best team in the country. No. They had a good draw. They were playing really well. They were hot as a firecracker, and they caught lightning in a bottle. Well, here's the truth. Ole Miss has gotten a hell of a draw. Now, they had to play really well, but the draw was a – Oh, no, you and I pulled it up this morning and went – Way cart before horse, they could get beaten too in Hattiesburg, and this sure. thing be over by Sunday afternoon. But you go if you could get past Oregon State, sure, it opens up. Sure, you got a pitcher that throws fly balls in a in a and he doesn't walk anybody in a big big old park, and your offense is starting to get hot, and you play pretty good defense here lately. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you got a puncher shot. I mean, those eight teams on Ole Miss's side of the bracket right now, none of them are. Only one is there's only one that I go, yeah, they're better than Ole Miss, but I don't go, oh God, they're so much better than I just ugh. No. I mean I think Oregon State's a better baseball team than Ole Miss today, but yeah, not, sure. not by such a measure that I'd be it's like baseball. Oh. One game. Yeah. I, well it's not like Tennessee over there where you're like, I don't know how you beat them. Two out of three. Yeah. You look at the other teams like, you know, North Carolina, Arkansas. Yeah, you could lose to those teams, but you could beat those teams. They're good teams. You know, I mean, in the same way that if I'm North Carolina or Arkansas right now, I'm looking at this going, you know, son of a bitch, we got a shot. I mean, I would have confidence. I mean, there's only one team that's out there that you look at them and go, oh, son, I don't know. I don't know that this, if we're being honest with ourselves, I don't know that we can do this. Every other team, yeah, sure. I'll tell you, though, what is a possible slip-up for Tennessee. That first game in Omaha gets weird. Texas can beat them with the ace. Oh, sure, sure. And if you go 0-1, it's it's a tough road back. Something yeah. can go weird on you for a day. Sure. You're playing nothing but hot teams having to win four in a row to get to a championship series. Look, Texas is capable of winning a national championship. I mean, I've watched they them. Are. They're, they're good. They are. Now they could lose at East Carolina, yeah, but sure. but but they've got the goods. Well, that's your point. Every team but Tennessee probably yeah. can, can can lose this weekend. Yeah, well, I mean, 
that's kind of people talk about growing the game, right? I mean, I think what's happened is that you're seeing that with some twos and threes, and you look at it now, and I mean, if I told you, I don't know, pick a pick a series, not not don't do Stanford, Connecticut, because I think it's the one that I'm like, eh, <laughs> Oklahoma, Virginia Tech. Okay, I mean, Oklahoma got to Omaha. Who would they play in the first round? Oh, uh, let's see. Oklahoma is the against the four, so they would play the five. A and M or o- Louisville. Oklahoma could beat either one of those two teams. Now they could lose to both of them, mm-hmm. but they could win one game, and all of a sudden you're in the winners bracket in Omaha. And now you kind of have you control your own destiny a little bit. Sure. In 2014, had Ole Miss beaten Virginia in the first game, they were going to play for a national title. Yeah. The winner of that Ole Miss Virginia team was going to come out of that side of yeah. the bracket. Oklahoma's probably not the team I'd pick as my example, but sure, they they fit. Look, I get Oregon State is the one team over there that's whatever, and I get Stanford was really good last year and went to Omaha, but I don't love them offensively. You now they pitch, but I don't love them offensively. UConn, Stanford, Arkansas, North Carolina, Southern Miss, Ole Miss, Auburn, Oregon State is going to play for the national title. Yeah, one of those eight teams. Guaranteed. Yeah. It's there. Kind of why it's right there for you. Really, all the other stuff that's happened doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. I mean, and of all the places where you say, hey, where do you want to go? I mean, if we're being honest with ourselves, and this doesn't mean that you're not going to go get beat twice. But if we're being honest and you said, here are the eight locations, pick one. I'm not sure I wouldn't pick Hattiesburg. You'd pick Hattiesburg before East Carolina. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'd pick Hattiesburg before I picked Chapel Hill. I'd pick Hattiesburg before I picked Corvallis. I'd pick Hattiesburg before I picked Stanford. Yeah, Blacksburg. Yeah. I might, Blacksburg would be high on my list. But that's because they're not typically here. Yeah. I mean, they're good. Sure. They're the number four in overall national scene. I get it. But, yeah, I get what you mean. Um, but well, It's know. like in a regional. If you said, hey, where do you want to go? Georgia Southern and Maryland were the two places I really sure. want to go. And both of them lost. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to. Yeah. I mean, of the eight places, it would be pretty high up. Mm-hmm. Hey, you get to pick where you go. If you put a lottery thing and you got, hey, you get the first pick. Yeah. It, it might be the one I'd take. Yeah. So, if. If I'm again, I'm doesn't mean you're gonna do it, but God, the the path's been cleared. Mm-hmm. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnston Hill Creamery, small batch artisanal cheese fermentations, all the cheese made locally in-house every single day. They also have new charcuterie boards. They have a bakery catering and a lunch menu that is now offered via delivery through fetched. Give them a call, 662-419-9201 or cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. If you go to their Instagram page at johnstonhillcreamery, you, saw, uh, you see images and pictures of all the different things that they do, including they uh, catered their first wedding over the weekend. If you've got a special event coming up, get in touch with them. They'd love to create something for you, cater something for you there. So, again, to do that, that is 662-419-9201. I'll have a mailbag up tomorrow at rebelgrove.com. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. A service specialist staffing and recruiting agency has been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, 
pretty much no matter your field, whether you're entry level or you have a lot of experience, they can help you. If you are looking for uh, looking to hire quality, hard to find talent, they can help you as well. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You have nothing to lose, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website at servicespecialistltd.com. Hoping to tape a uh, edition of the Peyton Chatney Show here uh, pretty soon, hopefully today or tomorrow. It's brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest. No down payment financing is available at CorinthDental.com. Brought to you by Bell & Grove. They're based out of Chattanooga. Um, they are a logistics provider with more than 35 years of transportation industry experience. Bell & Grove specializes in domestic freight movement throughout the continental U.S., they can navigate through supply chain issues while also leaning on their partner carriers to get the most competitive rates possible for their customers. They can help customers design a custom solution for their shipping needs. Whether your business is in need of moving a truckload, a partial shipment, or a flatbed, Bell & Grove can accommodate you. They also provide both air and ground expedited services for customers who need to move product quickly. Uh, for more information, call Daryl Oliver at 865-672-6557. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. They've got two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. There's a lot to be offered at Southern Traditions. So get in touch with them. Camp season going on right now throughout the month of June, 8.30 to 2, Monday through Friday. Get in touch with Susan Walt, Bowers Cone, uh, by getting on Facebook or Instagram. Reach out to them at Southern Traditions Farm. Somebody asking in the uh, in the thread why the high scoring games. Um, look, baseball is a little down in college this year. COVID impacted it from a way the rosters are set up. I thought COVID, that was an, COVID cost a lot of arms. A lot of guys didn't get that work, and you see yeah. arm injuries all the time. And then the elite arms still got drafted, whereas there's lots of really experienced college hitters that right. are back that didn't right. go anywhere. The you know Elko wouldn't be here without that year. Those kind of guys sure. have seen so much, and they're really in tune to the college game from an offensive standpoint. And then look, it's this always kind of happens on the Sunday and Monday of regionals because you get into these all you get you, you got good teams playing and they don't have depth and they start bashing away a little bit and the ball's juiced. I mean, it just it just is the ball. There were balls going out of Hoover during the SEC tournament that should not have been going out at all. I mean, it was it's 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 bumping. I'm glad I didn't watch a lot of Hoover mm-hmm. because I watched a lot of the regionals instead. Yeah. And I told you this, after watching Ole Miss, um, Auburn, Arkansas, Florida, if I'm 
if I'm an SEC team that has my ticket punched, I'm not taking Hoover seriously ever again. I want the rest. I want the rest. If you've got to get to Saturday to host, is the host worth it? How good's your pitching? I don't know. Probably not. You'd rather be a two rested. I'd rather have I'd rather have a bunch of rested arms. Because that regional format, and if it rains, it compresses it even more. That regional format, man, you need arms plural, Chase. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Absolutely. I'm as long as I know I'm in the tournament, Hoover, I'm 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 like, guys, I Let's get out of here. Give me the rest. It helped Ole Miss. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it helped Arkansas. It helped Auburn. There's an emotional energy you put into Hoover, too. A lot. It starts really mattering on Friday and Saturday. Mm, yeah, you start because you're doing trophy hunting. You're, you're, well, you're competitors. That's why you're playing at that level. It's kids who are only playing baseball. They're not taking classes. It feels like summer baseball again from All-Stars where we're just running through tournaments. Yeah. And tournaments we are wake f- up and play. And- but those are fun tournaments because there's nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is, but there's not. And guys get guys get hurt. Who was it last year that had a guy get hurt? And it, was, it was Arkansas, right? Slavin's. That's right, yeah. Damn yeah. near broke his ankle yeah. trying to beat out an infield hit. You didn't need to beat out. They were, they, were the, they were a host. They were the best team in the country. Yeah, you didn't need to beat out an infield hit. No, no, no. Let's get out of here. Yeah, I felt like the whole – in Hoover last year, Van Horn was going, God, can we go home? God, can sure. we go home? Can well, we go home? Can we go and home? I, I don't know how much of their regional you got to watch, but I was watching some of it, and they were talking about um, – he he admitted that, hey, getting out of Hoover for us was probably good. Needed to, needed to – needed to, some guys just simply to rest, needed to get off the field, needed to get – Fresh, and they did. Um, Alan asking, Chase, is there more parity this year in the SEC than past years? There was, I didn't think there was more parity in the regular season, but there was more parity in the postseason in who could advance because that's what I, I mentioned this on the podcast a few weeks ago. Suss and I were discussing the way pitching was set up because not many SEC teams had that really dominant second starter. That if you were just doing odds on who is the best chance of getting to Omaha and SEC teams not named Tennessee – you could make the argument for Ole Miss pretty quickly simply because of Elliott in game two. Easy. Where you go, well, you just got to go 2-0, and 2-0, and and you kind of get there. I mean, that was – you know, A&M doesn't have that second dude, especially when they have to use Menifee in game one. Yeah. There's not a lot there. Mm-mm. It's okay, but – No, I mean, Schlossnagel's done a phenomenal job because getting that pitching staff to this place mm-hmm. was kind of a pretzel. Uh We'll talk about this more in the week, but not to show you we're not dodging it or anything. I, I don't know. I don't have any definitive answer on what this does from a hot seat situation um, with Mike Bianco. I will say this, however. Um, I think I know where you're going. Is it Omaha or bust? I don't know. I, I, I honestly do not know. I know Mike Bianco was not going to be back had he not gotten out of a regional and had they not had they missed the postseason. He goes, but what does this do now? I don't know. Uh, because here's the point. He's done a hell of a job. Ole Miss and Arkansas are the only teams that have made it to Super Regionals three years in a row in the SEC. That's it. That's the list. Vanderbilt didn't make it this year. LSU didn't make it this year. They could have added to that as well. He's done a great job. He's gotten to this point. So everybody who is for – and it's in I get the message board is whatever, but that's skewed, not real life. It's pretty 50-50 in the fan base on what they want to do with Mike Bianco. It's, it's, it's a big number in both directions. And – 
Mike has given all the ammunition to the people to go see. Look what he's able to do. You guys only were cared about the postseason, and look, he found a way, and they got it back, and they went on the run, and he's never going to suck. Even when he's 7-14, and 14, he's going to figure it out. And those people just have another mountain of things to talk about. Sure. And then if they lose this weekend, the other side goes, yeah, but again, he's 1-10 in games to go to the College World Series. He didn't do it again. And if we're paying a guy – $1.4 million or $1.2 million to lose Super Regionals, and that side has another mountain of evidence, and both, and it is Groundhog Day for me where I just want to go bald and pull all of my hair out. Um, you don't want to go I, bald. I knew you were going there. So I, I, I get all that. Forget it, though. That's not the point. The point is what it would do if you fired him this week is, and does this matter? I don't know. Maybe you got a guy you know you're going to get, and he'll take it anyway. But my opinion, and it's a little bit educated, is that it would change perception of what you did? Does that matter? I don't know. It's up to you. So let, me, let me make sure. Let me, for the, I know what you're saying because you and I have had this conversation 52 times, not on the air. What, so what you're saying is, if you let's say a scenario yeah, sure. doesn't win the super regional, well, that's look. Right. If he goes to Omaha, he's yeah. getting a he's getting a raise Duh, and right. he is getting an extension. But if you fire a coach who has been to a super regional three years in a row, because listen, in this league today. Yeah. There are two men who can say, I've been to three straight Super Regionals. 2020 didn't count because of COVID. Yeah, sure. And it's Dave Van Horn and it's Mike Bianco. That's it. That's it. Nobody else can say it. And there's a lot of good coaches in this league. A lot of good yeah. programs. Tim Corbin can't go down that road today. Nope, nope. Got, Mississippi State's got a ring, and this year they went eight and whatever. Where they go? Seven? Nine and 21. Whatever. I mean, what you're saying, I think, is – now, look, are there people who would take the job? Of course they would take the job. But and if, I've got well, I've, I've got. But exa- if you're if you're Dan McDonald, if you're Butch, well, that's where I'm going. Those are the two I want to talk about because it's two things. Also, look, is it complete apples to apples? Maybe not. But I, I do get a little annoyed on the message board when somebody goes, "If you make the final 16, that's nothing like the Sweet 16 in basketball." Well, that's not true because everybody makes the resource argument, and sure, it's not as noticeable. But for every Gonzaga in basketball, there's a Texas State in basketball. They're just different freaking teams. Baseball, yeah, yeah. And you can't sit here and go that all 64 Power 5 teams give a shit about basketball. You cannot make that argument because no. they don't. No. So it's 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 more apples to apples than that guy's wanting to make it out to be on what you're able to do well, to get there. I'll even go one further. Like we talked about, no teams ever coming out of Conference USA and going to the winning the national championship in, in, in – um, in, Basketball. Sure. It's never going to happen. No team's coming out of the Sun Belt and getting to the Elite Eight in in, baske- in basketball. Hey. I mean, Gonzaga's your closest thing and what they have been able to do. Yeah, but they, know, Butler. they're no longer – I mean, I, I know what That's league, like Cal State Fullerton doing yeah, it. Yeah, I know go, what okay, league fine, they're in, whatever. but Gonzaga recruits the top players yeah. in the – Chet Holmgren played for them. Yeah. yeah. Chet Holmgren's not from Spokane. He's from Minneapolis. Right. Um. I mean, Jalen Suggs went to play there. I mean, they're 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 Duke on the West Coast to some degree. Yeah. The point is, and like again, so, and it's the point. I mean, you're, you're exhibiting. I'm, I'm not I'm not mad. I actually appreciate you saying this. He goes, I don't know why three state super regionals is a thing when it's a talking point at the end of the year. No one said we won't fire him if he at least makes a super. I I get it. I'm just saying, there's very few places where that guy is fired who makes three straight Sweet Sixteens. In basketball, baseball, pick your sport. No, that's so a for, very sport. And so if you fire him, here's the here's what I think we're trying to get across. I don't know why we're or I think we're dancing around the words a little bit. I'm saying that who are you hiring? Because right. if you if you fire him, your list changes. Yes, because if had you, Ole Miss not made the tournament and had they gotten beaten in the yes. regional, 
I think there's a very good chance Dan McDonald potentially takes the job. I think Butch Johnson, Butch, Butch Thompson takes the job when Agreed. it all gets down to it. Is that still the case? My my opinion is no. It's my opinion. I could be wrong. I haven't talked to Dan today about it. Because if I'm Butch, right? If, if you're Butch, you go, okay, I get the Ole Miss job as a job on steroids compared to what I have. Yeah. But it's also a very similar job to what I have. They're paying me a ton of money at Auburn. I don't think Dan takes that job if Mike gets fired after getting to a Super Regional. I don't think Butch takes that job. Now, does that matter, and does Keith have somebody else, and that's who they're hiring, then great. Could be, sure. I think Eric Backage would still take the job. I think Link Jarrett would still take the job. But there's a lot of coaches where I do think it changes the pool that you are recruiting to, and well, because does that it sends matter? A, because it sends a really clear message to a prospective coach, which is, hey, bud, just so you know. Yeah. It's it it the the objective here at all times is well what you're saying is sweet 16 or super regional is not enough yeah sure period and and, and if that's the message you want to send great send it yeah but just understand that some in people- full circle as we're closing that's the point is yes Ole Miss has not been to Omaha enough under Mike Bianco sure period that sure. is true absolutely most places would have fired Mike Bianco at some point in the last 22 years for his lack of Omaha appearances yep Hundred percent. Yep. I'm not arguing with you. Nope. I'm just saying that a in the coaching community, there's an antenna that goes up. You and I were I was out walking and you and I were having this conversation. If you're at thirty thousand feet, this is the part that's hard for us who are, talk about it every day, for fans who are involved in it every day. If you're thirty thousand feet, right, and everybody else who is like out there, that's where they are, they look at it and go, That's one of the most successful programs in the country. They're getting it done. Only a handful of people would be like, oh, they're not getting to Omaha. Yeah, I know the state people do it to you. They're antagonizing and stuff. But the truth is most, again, only two programs in the league have gotten this far three years in a row, the last three years. Only two. It is an achievement to win regionals. It's hard to do. Ask Florida today. Ask Georgia today. It's hard to do. And so when you get to where you're doing it consistently, and yes, you have to get to Omaha, but the perception of the way people that you would be trying to hire, because I think Butch Thompson would look at you and go, so wait a minute. Let me be clear here. Butch has been to three of the last four. If I don't get to Omaha for a couple of years, I'm on the hot seat. Is that what you're saying? Because that seems to be what you're saying. Because Butch doesn't give a sh about what happened in 2008, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he's like, I'm recruiting kids that, what were they, four at the time? I, I don't care. So what you're telling me is that right now today, it's get to Omaha here in the first couple of years or else it's going to get a little hot. And I'm at Auburn where I don't have that pressure. I can still get to Omaha because I've done it. And they're going to pay me just as much money. I mean, if Butch goes to Auburn and goes, what are they paying, one four? He goes to yeah one point one four and one five. He goes, hey, I kind of want one six five. Okay, here, take it. We'll give you some TV money. Yeah, they'll get that done. So that's the that's the thing about it now is that from a 
And look, you can still do it. I mean, you can fire him. If you don't you fire, fire him, though, and they lose a super regional, you repeat. We're this going again. into next year having the exact same conversation. It, it's why if I'm if if I'm it an, is the ultimate groundhog. Day. If I'll tell you this, if I'm because he loses the Southern. If that I'm adds Keith, to it. you didn't I'm lose Keith, to Oregon State. Yeah, no. If I'm Keith Carter, I I'd, hey, I hey every never, player on Southern's roster, you could have signed if you wanted to. You chose yeah. not to. If I'm Keith, I've never wanted my team to win more. Never in my life have I wanted my team to win more than this right now. <laughs> Never, ever, ever have I wanted, except for the time maybe that I was on the court playing with an Ole Miss uniform on, have I wanted Ole Miss to win a game more than I want them to win two games this weekend. Yeah. To eliminate this. No, because the people who go, nope, by God, that's that's even another, the, what happened is another reason why he's got to be gone. I mean, you're louder than ever because it's Southern. Oh, sure. I mean, it's it's oh. it's deafening. I dread. And I, I get it. I get if, it. If, if, if I Ole Miss loses next week and then they don't do something, I dread our shows. We'll do them, but don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I will. I'll be like wearing body armor the whole time. It. No, now that they've gotten this far, if you're if you're Keith, you really you need them. Mm-hmm. You need them to finish their season one way or the other in Nebraska. Yeah, not Hattiesburg. Yeah. Who gives a damn when they get there? But just, 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 yeah. just get there. I mean, yeah, yeah. Owen too, whatever. But I mean, he'd like to win, but that's not the point right now. Right. You're not. You're not firing a coach after he goes to the College World Series. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, and we'll talk about the same thing over and over and over again. And, I know we uh, talked nothing but base. Not to interrupt you. Yeah, we yeah, we yeah. talked nothing but baseball here. There is a uh, lot of college football recruiting up at RebelGrove.com. Uh, a lot of it from me. There's more to come. I've got more to write. Um, I had to stop to do the podcast, but there's a. I don't know how many things are in that thread. Chicks presented by the Oxford Crystal, by the way. Uh, all of that's up at the site. There'll be more. The new rivals 250 is out today. Uh, Jaden Rashada up to number 30 as we get 11 days away from his commitment date. Um, so there's a lot of football recruiting that's up on the site as well. If you if you are a subscriber, if you're not a subscriber, now would be a really good time to subscribe if you're interested in football recruiting because there's a lot from the weekend. There's a lot from today's camp that's uh, up on the message board, and you need to be a subscriber. And uh, it's it's cheaper than two gallons of gas. Oh. You could get a month of rebelgrove.com cheaper than you can get two gallons of gas. A month with us or drive 40 miles? One or the other. Yeah, I mean, think about it. It's pretty. That's your pick. I think that's an easy decision, but sometimes I wonder. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Back tomorrow. Have a great day. A lot of stuff at rebelgrove.com, as Neil mentioned, and we will talk to you then. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.